three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Open the Box to Think Outside of It. I'm Jay Rando. And as always, I'm joined with the man of the hour, of the day, of the year, of the decade, of the millennia. Rody, Rody, how are we doing today? I am spectacular. What a hype up. <laughs> I skipped century, but hey, why why the hell not, right? It's all right. I guess that wasn't my my, my time. Everything else was my time period, not that century. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen, you're a millennium. I'm only 10 centuries, man, so don't even worry about it. So how's it so how's it going today? How you feeling? I'm feeling I'm feeling dandy. I'm feeling really well. I can't complain. All right. Usually I'll I'll drive I'll drive to start with the question, but I think what we're gonna begin doing is we're gonna start alternating. I wanna hear your questions, your thoughts. You know, you're gonna I'm gonna hand over the wheel to you and you're gonna drive this thing. So Oof ah, man. <laughs> I guess we're going off roading today then. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess That's today's cool. topic is uh, the concept of destiny and uh, can we control destiny? Is destiny even something we want to control? So I guess you want to start us off like your perceptions. What do you think destiny is? Yeah, most definitely. So destiny is a very interesting thing because I look at it in two states and I look at it from both a physical state, like, um, you know, like a, a, a culminating moment, right? Because people usually consider that, that that culminating moment or the, the, when the moment comes to fruition, that moment of destiny, or it's looked at as a concept or like it just, you know, it's looked at as a, as something theoretical a destiny. How do, how do I know that this moment was, I, in, in fact, destiny, like, or did it just happen? Um, you know, and, and I think it really depends on the person's perception when it comes from how do they inherently see themselves or how do they inherently see themselves in a the moment? Um, if they, you know, if, if they take the position that I'm nobody special, you know what I mean? This moment can happen to anybody at any time, you know? you know i'm just one 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 of eight billion people you know or something like that and you have that type of perception yeah sure you know like that's how you can see it or you can look at it as you know i won the championship football game let's say you know i demolished 31 other teams to make it to the to the end and i'm proud of that moment i call it destiny but is it destiny? Like, was I destined to make it there? Or was it the result of, of you know, happenstance? You know, like, uh, was it the result of just individuals at, hard at work? Um, so destiny is going to be one of those interesting topics because, hey, we could be talking about a video game, right? Destiny is a really popular video game out. It's really a popular sorority name, you know, like mm -hmm. it's popular. <laughs> you, I'm sure you can find songs that many songs speak, speak to destiny, speak about destiny. Um, you know, it, it's everywhere. So 
it's one of those it's, it's one of those universals that 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 we hope all hope is real um but i guess we're going to attempt to see like you know if it is real in our own lives and how we can apply it well said so you you mentioned several points that one of them i want to definitely address <laughs> was um the football star winning the the nfl like the, the championship sure. destiny at its base form something that is to happen or has happened to a particular person or thing fortune the predetermined, usually inevitable or irresistible course of events. That's to like the, the straight up definition of destiny. And it brings up a slew of questions. And I feel like most of these questions tend to be brought up in literature, specifically fantasy. And you mentioned video games, but I, I, I want to say religion because a lot of people like in religious stories they had like these if you think like greek mythology specifically they had they were destined to do these things it was written in the stars and it begs the question then well do they have free will or was it all fated that way and it usually touches upon a ton of philosophical aspects that beg the question, well, do we actually have free will or is it all written? And even if we think we're choosing to do something of our own volition, is that a a higher being choosing that? Or did we actually break the timeline, if you will? Again, I've been watching too much Marvel. The whole what if concept has been screwing with me. Right. Blame Loki too. Like that whole shit messed me up. And, uh, you mentioned the the football star, right? That yeah. when they get to that moment, and there's definitely a quote somewhere in history where they were like, "I was destined for greatness. I was destined to do this." Think about how many of those guys, how many hours they put in working out, or watching mm-hmm. film, watching tape, running laps on the field, like doing drills. Was that destiny? Or was that them just exerting themselves to get to that point? Like, I watch football. If I was destined to win a Super Bowl, do you think what I'm presently doing is going to lead me there? It's not like out of nowhere, the fates are going to come down and go, Rody, boop, (laughs) there's your championship. Right. So it begs the question, like, at what line do we draw between destiny and free will? Like how much of it is us? How much of it is divine? Whatever. That's a very interesting question. Theoretically, we have free will all the time, right? Where we're constantly making choices, constantly you know, making decisions, physically moving, right? The act and potential. If I'm sitting and I'm thinking about going outside, I'm not going outside. I'm potentially going outside. But if I stand, my feet start to move, and then I experience the outdoors, now my next steps can either be left or right. 
and I can choose to go to the park from there. I can go to the store. I can go to work, things like that. You know, one day I could be on the way to work and say, you know what? I don't want to go today, you know, and obviously there'll be consequences for that decision. Sure. You know, but that option is always there. So why am I choosing the safe option? Why am I choosing to go to work this day? Why am I choosing to do these things? Right? Because what, what, and so answering that question, does that affect destiny at all? If I decide to break out of routine? So there are certain terms that I wanted to bring up. Sure. That could kind of relate to that, where it's just like you kind of go through your rituals and then one day you kind of divert and say, like, I want to do something different, right? Right. So determinists. So we have uh, fatalism, determinism, and predeterminism. Determinism is basically uh, human actions affecting the future, but that human action is itself determined by a casual chain of prior events. So maybe you weren't feeling well that day and you were like, you know what, I'm not going to go to work. And that actually happened, speaking of, um, since we're, you know, New Yorkers and it's coming up to the 20th anniversary, there was, uh, what was it? There was a man on 9-11 that just, you know, didn't feel like going to work that day. Twin Towers, down. And it makes you think, like, what made him decide to not go to work that day? I'm trying to remember the the guy's name. I I do remember that story. I I think a few people have that story, too. Yeah, there was even a a story written about it. Uh, Well, not specifically about this this gentleman. Glenn Guzzi, I think, was his name. Was that it? Yeah, Glenn Guzzi decided to just not go to work that day. Said, quote, I woke up that morning and got ready to go to work and to leave the work. And then he's like, I had a number of errands I needed to run, a lot of things to take care of. So I was going to go home early to do that. Then I just said, you know what? What am I doing? I took my tie off and I said, I can take the whole day off. What's going to happen? Got that mm. from trying to think of the doesn't seem like a credible source, but we're, we're going to go with it. The dude decided, hey, I have things I have to do. So he determined on that day just to change, which caused it, not that it caused the events, but his needing to run errands, his, say maybe he was lazy. He was a procrastinator. That procrastination saved him. So we have that. Then we have fatalism, which is technically a loose term of it, which um, presents... um, Chances, events that could not be predicted by soul knowledge or other events, is still uh, compatible with federalism. Nece- uh, necessity, such as law of nature, will happen just as inevitably as a chance. Both can be imagined as sovereign. So, in this case, like his would be kind of fatalism because he didn't know that this was going to happen, and it just didn't. Mm. So it begs the question: Was it fated, or like it? it there's just so many questions that go with it. And it's right. hard to really decide, like, which one's which. Mm. So, so fate and destiny, same, same word, same concept, synonyms, I, I would say they're synonymous. 
because when you think Greek mythology, because I mentioned earlier, Destiny is innately inherent in a lot of these stories. Literally, right. the fates were the ones that decided your destiny. They had the threads. They were the ones that would cut it when you're going to die. They were the ones that would weave and make stories into your life. So yeah. I would say fate and destiny are kind of one of the same. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, I think if there was going to be any distinction that, you know, we, you know, we use it, whether it be subconsciously or socially, I think destiny would include something that seems more positive, right? Like something like yeah. this was my destiny. I, I was, you know, I was you know made to do this. And then fate is like something that's, you know, coming on to you like a, like a, a consequence or, 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 or an end, you know, like, oh, that was my fate. I, I failed. I died. I all this other stuff, you know, so I, I would concur that's... with you for some weird reason. There is like a negative connotation to fate, but a positive one to destiny. Yes. Yep. And, you know, it, right. And they're just interchangeable. It's just a matter of how it's, how it's used in society. That's it. So that's very interesting to, to note. Um, you know, you, you got, you, you definitely got me thinking about determinism because it's, it's a word that I often hear through Denonymous when he speaks in, in conversation. It's a lot of like the way that he sees the world. And, uh, I kind of see it from almost from, a I I see it from more of a sociological nature, I guess, because we're such a push pull society, um, or, you know, one decision that you make with one person resonates with them and you don't know what seeds you either planted into their minds or what inspirations you, you, you gave or how you ruined their day moving forward. Like you only know things in a moment, right? So you don't necessarily you only know it. You don't have time to think about all the possibilities of your actions nor decisions. With that said, um, for fate to or for destiny to occur does destiny happen in the moment right does a destiny have happen in the big picture right on a macro level it doesn't necessarily happen in the in, in, in the in the minute details or is is it all in the same right is, is it is it the is it the destination the journey of both um you know when yeah when, when i think of that i'm like I'd like to say that, you know, I, I think it's I think it's everything. I think it's the culminating, you know, it's it's the it's the journey and the destination, not just the destination itself. I've always had the mentality, and I'm quoting Shakespeare and apparently several other um, philosophers as well. The fault is not in our stars, dear Brutus, but in ourselves. Okay. I've always felt like we kind of pick where we go and that's how we get out of it because um you know aristotle's hypothesis on it was that we as humans do have control at least to some extent of our fortunes and our futures so our fate is not entirely reliant on something that's predetermined we get yeah. to choose how we do things if we live in a shitty area we can choose to better ourselves and get out of that area it's not a matter of circumstance some people yeah. could just say, well, you know what? I grew up here. This is this is my destiny. And I feel like with the term destiny, fate, fortune, future, things of that ilk, it always feels like a scapegoat. 
Mm. Where it's just, and it, and it goes kind of back to like religion to a little bit where we kind of right. use it as a crutch to kind of make an excuse for something that's out of our control. Mm. Like we see horrible disasters occur. Mm-hmm. Oh, God must have had a reason. It was destined for them to, to... and then we, we use it as like a, just as a scapegoat to get to, to something that we don't have an answer to. And it doesn't, it was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. And it's just like, no, no, like things could have been changed maybe like, and yeah. it, it feels like it's, there's an, always an out. And right. that out is that it was destiny. It was fated. And right. it happens in relationships too. Like, oh, we were destined to be together. N- no, no. You were definitely hooking up with like other dudes before you, you met me. I was definitely <laughs> hooking up with other chicks before I met you. If it was yeah. destined, you would have been the first one I laid eyes on. Or then it's like, oh, no, but we were meant to go through those trials and tribulations so we could be at this perfect moment at this perfect time. And there's just right. too much in between to know what's real and what's not. To know what's well, destiny and what's just, you know, coincidence. Well, you brought up the magic word. You said time. And I think there's a big key to that. I think there's a huge correlation between destiny and time. Time, how many times have you heard this? It was the right idea, but it just wasn't the right time. Or that idea was ahead of its time. You know, this idea of time, or you you met me at just the right time. This is just the right moment. I'm so, you know, it's those, you know, this was serendipity. Like, you know, when when you talk about time-specific, when time and time and when, when time and in a, in a major event, you know, cross paths, then perhaps people look at that as as destiny, right? Because they create either milestones, memories, or moments. So, if and if we're going to call some a spade a spade, right? Are people living out their destinies? Like, do, are people really in control of their lives? Well, that's, that's a central question, right? So well, that's the thing, though. Um, do most people know their destinies? Like well, most yeah. Grecian stories, like a lot of them didn't know like what their prophecies were. Like some did, mm. others didn't. So it was just like, well, if they chose to do live their life that way, would they have fulfilled their destiny? Would the fates have found a way to get them to fulfill it? Right. And, you know, you think about very significant portions of our history, right? When we think about one, you know, one famous speech by Martin Luther King setting off the, you know, the ripple effect that has created the the movements that we are seeing currently in, in today's society. I mean, plus, that plus many others, right? Seeing um, Mahanda, you know, Mohandas Gandhi, right? And his, his, his journey and his story and, um, you know, you have Martin Luther with the 99 uh, grievances. You have all of these different significant portions and moments of history that one would say that they were destined to happen because they changed the trajectory of a society moving forward, or they changed the trajectory of humanity moving forward. That's not all of our destinies, you know? So if people are looking for something major, then maybe you're not going to find that. Maybe that's not in the cards for you. 
But then again, who am I to say? Right? That's up for you to decide. Since it is a topic that we actually do like to discuss, I think we've actually done like two or so podcasts on it. Yeah. I want to bring up How I Met Your Mother. That's <laughs> literally an entire show on the premise of destiny that it was fate because how many times did they leave little Easter eggs about him running into the mother, seeing the yellow umbrella, not even realizing that it crossed paths the last season or the season before the last season, whatever the hell it was where they were showing the buildup. Like they basically tried to say that was fate. And then you Mm -hmm. figure though, how sad of a destiny did Ted have if he was going to meet the girl of his dreams, which spoilers, even though it's been like over a decade, like the girl of his dreams was going to die. Yeah. So it begs the question, like was Ted fated to be miserable because they did leave the, the, the series open-ended. They basically left it with him holding that blue horn, trying one more time with, you know, Robin was he right. fated to be alone and, you know, question whether or not he was ever going to find true love or like it just destiny is a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> How much do we have control of it? Like indeed. How much of your choices do you believe are your own? You know, that that's another question. Like that's a lot of, you know, a lot of people would tell you who are religious would say, "Hey, that's God" or that's you know, God moving through me, or that's, you know, the spirits, that's my higher self, that's, this is my, this is my lower self, this is just me, this is who I am, this, this ain't nobody, I control myself, you know, so there's so many different perspectives about um, the self and who we are, you know, like, um, I think, well, Ty, you know, as we're having this conversation, more and more thoughts are you know, generating into my mind, such as being, you know, how, you know, self-perception, right? How do we view ourselves? Does that, does that take into account with destiny or your, your, your perception, your outlook on destiny? Because two people could be in the same place at the same time in the same position and feel two different ways about the same scenario. You and I can both have a million dollars, a mansion, a swimming pool, you know, women, whatever. It doesn't matter. So you can have all that and feel that, you know, you've really done something with your life or you, you know, it's, it's been, it's been shown that people who seem to have had it all, you know, are unhappy and, you know, they, they, they don't feel they don't feel the success that that they have created so is destiny a state of mind is it is that could that be could that be a possibility you're saying that and i'm thinking of a book that i read mm-hmm. one none and a hundred thousand by luigi pirandello okay the premise of the book is um and again, I read it a while ago, so this is going to be a very loose interpretation. Um, sure. the, the main character was this guy. He was, he was dating somebody. And he perceived himself a certain way. And mm. his girlfriend made a comment to him 
about, I think his nose being too big. And the dude freaked out because he was just like, my nose isn't big. And then when he looked, he started to notice that his nose was rather large. And then he started to talk to like other individuals and they all started to tell him how they saw him through their perspective, through their eyes. And he ended up going down this spiral of like losing himself because he was under the assumption like he was one way and through the eyes of everybody else, he was completely different. And it begs the question, like, if he hadn't had his eyes opened, would his life been the same way? Would he have maybe married her? Would he have gone on and had, like, 2.3 kids, had the picket fence, the the light? Right. Or would he have gone down, like, it, again, it begs the question, like, was it his destiny to go down this spiral to come to the self-realization? Because he started to perceive himself for who he might really be? Or... Mm -hmm was this just a weird turn of events? And again, I'm going to compare it to another, I wouldn't say literature, but I mentioned it earlier. What if the, the Marvel series out, did you happen to see mm-hmm. the fourth episode, the one that just came out? Actually, I am a bit behind. Oh no. So. I don't, I, then I can't talk about this. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, no. <laughs> but needless to yeah. say, it, it kind of does revolve around what we're talking about today with the whole destiny and can we control it stuff. The whole so then, premise was about Doctor Strange. I'm not going to go into it. But the premise was instead of Doctor Strange losing his hands, he loses his heart. And that, I think that was actually like the title of the episode. Oh, well then, we'll spend some brief time talking about that episode by by our next episode. Because I'll make sure to, to catch up on that. But it, it begs the question, like, if you could change destiny, could you, should you, and what were the ramifications of it? And it showed that just because you can potentially change the outcome of something doesn't mean that you should or that it would be good. And it kind of shows how even when we think we are in control, we're not in control. Because how that episode ends was actually very solemn. It was very glum. And it kind of opened your eyes to how how bold Marvel marvel can be that not Mm. everything needs like a happy ending or like a bow tie on it right wow so uh yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely give that one a watch i'm excited to you built me up for it so now i'm like ready to watch that yeah i I, Uh, quite frankly i want to say it's one of the better ones that came out all right well then i know your i know your standards when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to marvel work so when you when you speak as highly as of it as you do i definitely i definitely know it's worth a watch um, you know, it's funny as you, as you were describing all of this, I mean, you know, it, we, there's a movie in the term for it, right? The butterfly effect, uh, you know, or going back to how I met your mother, the very start, start of that line, um, the very starting line in season two, episode 15, that lucky penny episode, uh, one, one, one small thing can have a ripple effect that affects the rest of your life or something like that. It's said more eloquently than I just said it, but. You get the picture. Um, it's those concepts that decision making is super important, right? It drives that. It drives home that that message. It also drives home a very interesting message of 
you know, you said about you being in control or you not being in control, right? Now, that's a very interesting point. And I think that's an interesting thing to be addressed. And I'm going to kind of give it a little bit of a sidebar, if you mind, if I take it for a couple of minutes. That'd be Go for it. Um, so in a weird way, you know, this is going to sound a lot more heinous than it actually is in practice, right? But there's control by permission. When we think about control by permission, what, what, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? Control by permission. Mm-hmm. I hear it and what I think of is, you know, as a child, like you have control by permission. Like your parents let you do just amount, like just enough. <laughs> but if they, if you're allowed to do it, so it's just like, oh, can I play outside? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're in control of that because they permitted you to do it. But it's just mm. like, hey, can I, you know, get facial piercings? No, you're five. No. Like, you don't have control over that because you're not permitted to. So that that's what I perceive when I hear. That's a... No, that's that, that's that's a great outlook. And I, it's similar as the, the way I was going to mention it. But I was actually going to say that control by permission is things that people influence you to do with you without your conscious knowledge. So, so asking, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it happens every day. You know, people are constantly controlling us by permission, like going to work when your supervisor asked you to finish something, you know, a, a project, you know, controlled by permission. They say, can you please get this done for me? When you bend down to pick up a pen for somebody, you know, like their body language is already dictating that they're about to go for it, but then they stop knowing that you're going to do it first. Control by permission, right? Um, knowing that they do this in the supermarkets. There we go. They do this in the supermarkets where they have a strategic lineup, outline, music selection, and you know, design just for you to spend the absolute most money that you possibly can on overpriced groceries. Like they have a whole plan for that control by permission. So there's that concept of control by permission can be the interference for someone's internal destiny because they know that they want something else for themselves but they're succumbing to things outside forces that, you know, are, are pushing and pulling them that they're not necessarily fully aware of. While I'm on the stream of consciousness, I wanted to extend the concept of control by permission to include cults, MLMs, which is multi-level marketing, AKA pyramid scheme, but they won't tell you it's a pyramid scheme. They'll tell you it's a reverse pyramid, blah, dot, dot. Uh, to a lesser extent, fraternities and sororities also maybe to a higher extent secret societies maybe not you know but all that that idea of control by permission is very real and make sure that the internal voice that speaking to you is your own to a certain degree i think it's a complex question insofar as you know are your choices really yours right you know who who influenced me? My choices are someone else's to a certain degree. My choices were passed along to me too. You know, my outlook, my mindset was, I saw it. I learned it from somebody else. So 
there were things that I chose for myself, right? I chose to take pieces of my personality from the people that I appreciated um, or things that I've experienced or, or behaviors that I was taught. But me surviving on the world naturally without any guidance, right? That's that's not the nature of humanity. It doesn't exist or it doesn't, it doesn't work in that way. You know, it is possible that that people could be in charge of their decision-making and intentional thought. So I think it all depends on your definition of destiny and how you perceive destiny. So I mentioned earlier, you know, the quote from another quote stating that character is destiny. And that basically implies that, you know, destiny or fate isn't predetermined, isn't a predetermined outside force, but that one's future or destiny is determined by our own inner character. So that kind of touches upon what you were saying earlier, where you have all of these outside forces potentially making you choose something, and then you have the choice to either go with it or not. And you mentioned with like uh, the grocery store, when you mentioned that example, it kind of brought me to, uh, do you ever watch the show Bar Rescue? Uh, I or at least heard of it. I watch episodes. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's not like the greatest show. It's very I wouldn't say scripted, but it's very paint by numbers. It's just like here's a shitty bar. Here's him yelling <laughs> at the bar owner. They do a blind open, then they show how they can make it better, and then it's better, and then they show the after effects. Yeah. Several of the things that uh the guy John Taffer does within the show is he'll he'll give like strategies, specific like hospitality strategies that any bar, restaurant, whatever it may be, can use to better supplement their their revenue and their services. And yep. you mentioned how um, kind of like advertising the groceries, like, oh, these are a bit more expensive, but there are ways of persuading you. And he's mentioned how like in on the menus, if you have like a huge list, people tend to be more prone to not liking the items if you have too many things so a strategy is remove a lot of the fluff if there's something that you're trying to hype up to persuade people to buy you tend to make it a little bit bigger so it's more eye-catching yeah now is that destiny or is that just you know subtle persuasion right It, it begs the question but it also depends on the character like i can see that they have a giant box that says, oh, here's our special. I know myself, maybe that's not something I'm into. I'm not going to pick it. So it again goes back to Heraclitus's character's destiny. Like I get to choose because I know what I like. I can choose what I want. Right. But it, it really, it depends kind of, I guess, on the choices because, you know, grocery shopping going like, man, that lettuce is really expensive, but, gotta get lettuce you know gotta get that roughage in or oh do i get the mojito or the margarita at this bar like that's that's not life altering because it's just like hey it's it's a beverage it's a libation well one could argue that it is life altering right you know like saying that you know we don't know this right are we you know are we one are we one you know, fruit away, and we want orange away from having our complete source of vitamin C that's going to make us feel super healthy, you know? Or, you know, are we one, you know, sugar stick away from having diabetes, you know? Like, but that could be the, the, that could be the, 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 what is it? 
the turning point or the or the catalyst. There we go. That was what I was looking for. That could be the catalyst for something else, right? It could. I was thinking of like a bit more of a grander scale, like yeah, from personal experience. You know, within the past year, it's do I stay at this one job because you know comfort and familiarity, or do I yeah. venture onto something else, albeit scary? It could potentially get better. Yes, that's character is destiny. That's you're you're testing yourself to see if you're going to make the right choice. Yeah. Opposed to man, if I get the the blue margarita opposed to the, you know, the frozen, uh, you know, blue Curacao's got orange in it, which could pretend like it's not going to go that, that deep, but something as life-changing as a profession, a significant other, like, oh, do I stay with her because I love her or do I stay with her because, you know, she helps pay for the rent? Like, I right. think those are more of those pivotal, like, destiny moments those faded moments where it's just like is this the make or break or does it lead us to something else right right right, absolutely you know just as a friendly advice to our friends since we were just talking about it listeners of the show you become our friends hope i hope you know that um friendly advice a lot of mlms multi-level marketing groups Teams use those control by permission techniques. Um, just know that. Just know them when you see them. They use, use it in the boardroom, the courtroom, all of that. Uh, so, I said boardroom. Right? I didn't say boatroom, right? I said boatroom. I, <laughs> I said the boatroom. <laughs> the boatroom. Um, yes, the boardroom. Rather. So, and yeah, once they get in your head, they can they they can definitely control your you know you don't want them controlling your destiny. You definitely want that in your hands. So. Um, speaking of, speaking of destiny, going over to a different concept, right? Have you, are you familiar with Taoism? Taoism. Heard of it. Not too familiar with it. All right. Cool. Uh, I'll well, go. You know, one I'll be... Google search away doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so Taoism sometimes spelled Taoism comes from the ancient China and the writings of philosophers like Laozi who lived during the 5th or 4th century BCE. Uh, these four teachings of Taoism will help you navigate life. Uh, simplicity, patience, compassion, going with the flow, letting go, and harmony. So Taoism is this belief that if you let go of some, your ambitions in a weird way, in a weird turn of events, or if you let go of the prospect of needing to earn something for the sake of earning it because it makes me like i gotta improve myself i gotta be the best i gotta uh do this then in turn that lack of that lack of focus on trying to get it is going to come to you more naturally because you feel more because you because you naturally emanate that energy that doesn't not to be confused with a lack of work you know what i mean it's because you have to do it's all about do 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 and then but it's less about the the thought process of oh i need to get this done because i will be successful in this like if i do this work i will get a promotion like taking that taking that portion out of it naturally saying i'm going to i'm, I'm going to go with the flow things are going well everything is great and because I put in the right energy, the right effort, and sometimes the right effort could mean no effort at all at at a particular time. 
you know, it just comes to you naturally, right? So that goes, th those concepts you probably heard more, most clearly in, you know, you, when, when somebody really likes someone and, you know, like it's not working, if you let it go, if you, you know, if you get it and it was meant to be, it'll come back to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, uh, you say that there's, what is it? The distance makes the heart grow fonder or, or makes it, the heart wander. So yeah. there's, there's two sides to that coin where it's just like, if you let it go, like maybe it wasn't meant to be or. Right. Right. And then there's something better waiting for you on the, on the horizon. Right. So there, there are all these Taoist concepts that are, you know, in our daily verbiage that, 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 that those types of ideas are present. Personally, I think that has a little bit to do with fate as well. So I'm already going with, you know, a little bit of Taoism, kind of like not necessarily expecting it, right? Not not necessarily anticipating it, but do you know doing just continue with moving forward and being pleasantly surprised with the result, combined with time, uh, just meeting at the right moment for for an event to occur, or the conditions and the parameters have to be. Uh, available and well, you know, have for to be well received, right? As I said, I, I can I can sing a bomb ass song, you know what I mean. But if but if I'm singing that bomb ass song while it's five, you know, five p.m. in the middle of try, you know, like rush hour, and I'm doing it on the train, I think I'll be knowing quite a few people who just want to have a quiet ass ride home. So, um, you know, like as I said, as opposed to doing it at a karaoke lounge at at ten p.m. rocking the house, you know. So there's time you know so those factors i think are so far i'm as we're going through this conversation i'm collecting them and, and kind of adding them into my own definition of destiny as we're going along it's weird because time is also like that weird hindrance that catalyst because mm. with the, the the taoist mentality of kind of like going with the flow letting it go like you know a door closes another like a window opens type of mentality some people can like do the daily and be like when it happens it happens it'll be the right, right time what if it takes 10 20 30 years and they get fed up of waiting and then they divert from that path right was that the destiny all along was them switching gears or was it like man you should have stayed on the path it was just about to happen but you you jump ship too early Cause I had that happen to me. Like, um, one of my jobs that I had about, wow, almost 10 years ago, Christ. Wow, um, I was working there. I was miserable for like two, three years. And right. just when I decided like, I can't mentally, emotionally, physically take this crap anymore. I put in my yeah. two weeks and yeah. my office manager and my boss, they both said, ah, oh, shit, really? We were just about to give you a raise and a promotion. And I laughed and I went, well, you know, too, too, too late. Yeah. And it was just like, well, you they waited so long that I got to my pushing point and then I diverted into a, a career that I actually liked opposed to a job that I, I kind of just needed. But I, it, it's funny that you said that, right? Because in turn the the waiting game was the catalyst or the maltreatment of where you were at was the catalyst 
for your transition to move to the next, to, to look for something else and then get the next thing, right? Because you knew that wasn't your be all end all, especially, you know, you, you wanted to go obviously somewhere that, you know, you had more, right? You were treated with respect. You, um, you know, you were a valued employee. You were looked at as, you know, someone who's contributing something to the world. You know what I mean? So, um, and being proud of your work is, is, is contributing something to the world. You know what I mean? No matter what that, no matter what that work is. Um, but I think destiny, you know, includes hard ass work. Like there's no way around it. Right. If you want to get to something or if you want to, you want to have a positive fate at the end, there we go. See, I'm using fate in a different context, positive context. So if you want your fate to end up, uh, to, to your benefit, right? Then one, you know, if, if you're noticing certain patterns, right? People start moving differently. They get fed up with things. They're like, you know, I look in the mirror. I'm not, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm too skinny. I don't like the way I look. I, you know, I start, I start hitting the weights. I start pushing, I start pushing and I start, you know, like eating right, bulking up and, you know, get, get, getting that, you know, it, it took me to really take a good hard look at myself and say that something needs to change. So now, I, now I'm, I pulled out a new word: change, change. But it, it was something that you, that you mentioned as well. You had mentioned the, the, this concept of change. Um, you know, if it's mundane, then it can't be destiny, I guess, right? But again, mundane to you might be the world for somebody else. So it's all about the beholder. Like right. uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Because right. you mentioned change and destiny and fate, and I, I think I mentioned this book in the past, but The Giver by Lois Lowry that has yeah. the whole the preface of the whole thing was how this boy was basically chosen to be the receiver of memory, and he ended up seeing how the past was completely changed to be perfect mm -hmm. for the world that they're living in now, and in his eyes, he thinks like this isn't how life should be or could be. I want to change it. It's his destiny to change it because he's the one with the power. And through like about a year's worth of laborious work, he ends up doing what he has to do to kind of change the community. And the book's left open-ended, but he tries to make a change. Does it necessarily mean that I'm trying to think of the point that I was getting with. Like, I guess he like he was destined to have this job, but did it necessarily mean that he had to change the world because he was destined for it? Like, yeah. and it's, yeah. In, indeed. You know, oh, shoot. I'm going to go back to, thank you. And, you know, the, 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 the giver is a great, great example of, of destiny. And one of the things that you had mentioned before that I, that, that had just hit me right now um about it's different to the beholder right destiny is different to the beholder and you know talking about the mundane or you know talking about specific specific moments and time and all these concepts it kind of goes it kind of goes to this like um kind of religious pun so there was a gentleman who was who was who was stranded at sea stop me heard this before gentleman who was stranded at sea he he was in the middle of the ocean, if I'm not mistaken, his boat his boat wrecked, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to rely on the power of God. God is going to save me in this moment. 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray in this moment, and I'm gonna I'm waiting for a clear answer, a clear sign from God. Uh, rowboat comes, starts you know starts paddling, starts paddling, starts paddling. It's like, hey, you like you're in trouble. Take my hand. He's like, the person goes, no, no, leave me. I'm waiting for God to save me. Goes on by. Then a big cruise liner comes, sees that there's a one person, you know, there's like this one individual stranded in the middle of the water. Go look, you know, they throw down a they throw down a floaty for him to 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 try to catch it so he can so he can be rescued. He goes, he's no, no, leave me. I'm waiting for God to rescue me. God's gonna God's gonna save me. I'm confident. Cruise, cruise liner does nothing. They call the police, right? So police boat comes, gets them. It's like, hey, we're here to save you, blah, blah, blah. No, worry not. God is going to save me. And so he drowns. Dies. Goes to the gates of heaven. Meets God. God, he goes, he goes, he, he goes, he looks at himself and says, God, I died. I was in the water waiting for you to save me, and you let me die. And God turns to him and says, let you die. I sent three boats your way to try to save you, and you turned them all down. What else was I supposed to do? You know, it, it, it def- accepting help, I mean, this part, it could be part of your destiny, right? You know, people are, are always trying to help people all the time. So maybe help, right? Accepting help or accepting somebody's graciousness is is, is part of that as well. Yeah, there's the uh, the adage where um, people are in your lives for mm-hmm. a reason, or certain people were meant to be in your lives for a certain amount of time, whatever it may yeah. be. And who's to say like they aren't those stepping stones that augment you? a different way like i think about all my past relationships and i single out like what did i learned from that one what did i learn from this mm. one what did i learn from that one and it does kind of point you in the right direction but then it also begs the question because again destiny versus free will i'm choosing to learn this or is somebody saying a higher power going you must learn from this to be greater to be better so mm. it, it comes full circle once again like can we control it do we want to control it how much of it are we actually controlling if we even are that's yeah. why uh what is it there's such a weird stigma because again it is september it's suicide awareness month the concept of suicide that's why so many people are against it is not only are people taking their their lives but if you look in religious books it's because you're going against god's will but then yeah. people beg the question well if god's so almighty and all-seeing he maybe he had that written in his divine book of that's what their life should be and mm. it it's just like a weird paradox of mm. no i chose to do this well, no, it was their divine, their higher power 
but no, I, I wanted to do this. Well, maybe they wanted you to do that, but why would they want me to do that? And then it's just like a never ending cycle of, well, who, who's controlling who, like, who's the puppet in this situation or who's cutting the strings <laughs> off of that puppet. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, as you had mentioned this before, um, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, right? That that definitely that's definitely that's definitely true. And then, you know, you go on to talk about, you know, who who is in control of destiny, right? The thing that I think about when I think about who is in control of destiny and you know who who's pulling the strings. Do we take the position, right? I mean, would one take the position that we are a part of destiny or even though we've achieved something, we haven't realized our destiny yet, right? So even, you know, what if my destiny isn't tied to an individual, but it's tied to the collective or tied to the spirit or the being, right? That's one of the... And it... Because when we ask who's in control, right, then we got to ask what's the next question? What is our purpose? Because destiny also now has to have a purpose, right? Otherwise, it, it hasn't been fulfilled yet. Right, it hasn't been fulfilled. So a purpose and destiny also are tethered together as well. Would, would, would you say so? Yeah. Um, so, and when I go through all of these topics, right, the first thing that comes to my mind, the very, very first thing is probably one of, I think my last points about um, destiny is is the alchemist. I think that that book is all about destiny. It's actually written on the pages of the book, um, where a person's journey takes them from point A to point Z just to find that all you were looking for is back at point A at the very beginning. But you needed to go. You know, everything you were looking for, you had all along, but you needed to go through the journey to get there. Otherwise, you would have never, you would have had it all along, you would have never appreciated it. Like, so that's, um, it's a very powerful thing to think about because I think a lot of what we all look for is, all been within ourselves this whole time everything that we've always everything we've always wanted has always been has never been external no one has ever you know people have given us things and people have done things for us but essentially the people that we've always wanted to be or the the heroes or the the the, per- the people that we believe are, are the, self, the self that we've always wanted to be has always been within us, right? That's what we've, we've conceptualized ourselves. And, we, we, and you, know, I, you know, I think the purpose of destiny now, right? It's like, shit, like now, again, my mind is, my thoughts have even changed even now, right? Where is, you know, destiny now to me, or, you know, an interesting idea would be destiny you know, conceptualizing ourselves to actualizing ourselves, right? So the person that you could be, as opposed to you becoming the person that that you always wanted to be. 
also, in essence, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Like, you need to take that first step to come to that realization of what's to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, think about think about the things that they've done in the name of destiny, right? Manifest destiny being the first thing that first thing that that comes to mind, right? That's might as well call it manifest fate right now because we've committed atrocities in the name of destiny, you know, divine right, you know, in in Europe, we've had so many different renditions of of people utilizing destiny, you know, for purposes that are both commendable or you know wicked, right? But when it comes to when it comes to a person realizing their potential, you know, or realizing their potential for, for better or for worse, you know what I mean? For better or for worse, you know, they're they're living out their destiny. But always remember that you know we're not in a world we're not, we're not in a world of an island. Just because you're living out your destiny doesn't mean that someone cannot live out their destiny at your expense too. We're talking about destiny and. I guess, like, taking that step to fulfilling it, whatever it may be. You mentioned earlier, and I kind of want to touch upon that, is the mm-hmm. um, the matter of who controls our destiny. And if that does technically play a part in the fulfillment of said fate. And, right. I, and it, I feel naughty just, just saying it, but, like, several DC stories came to my mind what <laughs> yeah i know i know i'm talking about comic books from a different company that's not marvel god um when when you initially said like who controls our destiny i i thought of suicide squad like whether mm. the cartoon the most recent films these are for those that have never read the comic or seen the films definitely go see the most recent james gunn one it is quite comical it's very adorable consider considering well done like for a dc film a lot of these individuals wouldn't have been put into that circumstance if not told and forced into it by amanda waller their fate their destiny was in her hands many of these individuals wouldn't have done the things that they did unless they weren't controlled by her so Destiny is a very weird thing because depending on whose vision it is dictates how your future lies. And then again, we we see like if we can't control destiny, what can you control? Like we're now saying like who's controlling our destiny? Is it better that we have control of it or somebody else? For her, it was like, hey, I got all these disposable assets let's use them but when they were in the control of themselves it was like hey i got locked up in arkham i did this i did that like they were down a crappy road but then they went down an even shittier one so <laughs> it begs that question and another storyline that came to mind was um he's my least favorite character superman <laughs> did you ever read uh, superman red sun or watch the movie uh, i think they did like a recent believe, uh, yeah. movie of it I think I I might have seen the movie, yeah. All right, so in this storyline, 
well, for context, Superman came from Krypton because his planet was was dying. And because he of the emblem, yeah, uh, he met with Martha and Jonathan Kent and grew up in Smallville, and they basically taught him how to do right and be good. And because of the S, the symbol of, um, I don't remember what the symbol stands for. Wasn't it hope? Hope, hope thank you. Yeah. He yeah. basically did good in the name of his people and because of the people that raised him. Right. In Superman Red Sun, it starts off the same exact way where Krypton was exploding. His parents sent him off to a safer, better place. And while his trajectory in space, I think like an asteroid hit, and it threw it off course, and then he ended up in Soviet Russia. And in the storyline, Red Sun, he ends up being, like, <laughs> coerced to basically be a weapon. Yeah. And it begs the question, was this meant to be his destiny? Like, he, was he, like, we know in the base comics that he was supposed to be good, yeah. but when his destiny, or at least upbringing, was different, we got a different outcome. So you could say he was like, was he destined to go to Russia? Who knows? Like it, it all depends on, I guess, perspective, but it just, it really brings up the question, like who, if who's controlling your destiny, how much does it really change the outcome of your future? You know, the best, my best definition of destiny or my best interpretation of destiny. Go for it. I'm actually going to pull, I'm going to pull a, I'm going to pull a roadie. Uh-oh. I'm going to refer to a song. Uh-oh. I'm going to refer to the Rolling Stones. Okay. You can't always get what you want. You, get what you, <laughs> you can't always get what you want. But everybody tries sometimes. You just might find. You get what you need. Right? Yep. So you don't plan your destiny. You plan your steps. But what ultimately happens to you, you have no control over. But just know that when it comes, it's yours. <laughs> for, 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 no matter what it is, it was for you. Because if we're looking at destiny, we're all destined to, to kick the bucket one day, right? Mm-hmm. If we're looking at it, that's our, that's our ultimate fate. Let's put, let's, put it in, let's put it in context. That's our fate. But what was I put on this earth to do? What am I, what, what, you know, what am I here? What, what am I living for? And, you know, some people answer that early. Some people answer that late. And some people never had a chance to answer that at all. And once you put that into perspective, how lucky do you feel? That was very profound. I think that's like the highlight of the the whole podcast. I think we just look. I think we're gonna log out, guys. I'm Rody. <laughs> He's Rando. Like I, I don't know how that could be topped. Like that was so eloquently said. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's crazy. That wasn't even my my, my last. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But yeah, I mean, I was actually gonna ask you. Do you believe that you're in control of your own destiny? Uh, I do believe that we have a part in it, that Mm -hmm. we make our choices. We decide to do these things. Maybe there might be one or two like pivotal moments 
of something higher, whatever it may be, whoever it may be, that changes us. But innately, like, we're still behind the wheel for about, like, maybe 80% of it, 90% of it. Because I feel like there are always those pivotal moments that do affect us. Mm. It's it's like, you remember when, uh, when we were kids, when we'd go to those book fairs, and there would be that book where it's just like, oh, turn to page 96 if you want this to happen, turn to page 68 if you want that to happen. The, the second person? Yeah, the, second the, person, the pick your own adventure read. stories. Yeah, I love those. And, yeah, they're, they're great. Um, it's like, oh my god, what was the name of that shitty movie that was on um, Netflix? Oh, I, th- I think I think it was um, what was it? I think it was uh, Black uh, Black Mirror. I think it was yeah, whatever it was called. Horrible movie, but I, it was such a fun concept that it was so interactive that you can pick and choose how this person, which again would have been a great way to start this one off, is like oh, controlling your destiny, like you, you literally do that. That's the whole premise of the movie, but. Another thing that I think is ahead of its time. That's how I think that's the future of television, the future of shows. You get to pick the the outcome. Well, they did. Um, and again, I, I, why do I keep going to DC? I think they actually did a movie like that too, where um, one of the more recent ones. I think they did a retelling of um, how Jason Todd became like Red Hood, and I believe in it they give the option of, I think like Joker sparing him or killing him and then like the outcomes and then it was just like batman gets to get revenge does he actually kill him or does he let joker go or like it was i i didn't i never watched it i never got to the interactive part of it i think that was it but it was like a cool premise where it was like you pick your own adventure type of thing but i feel like in life we have those same moments where you know all the other things are frivolous they're bs and then you get to that one checkpoint it's just like do you go left or right and yeah. then you're like, okay, I go right. And yeah. then in life, like later on, you'll be like, man, I wonder what would have happened if I had chose left. And then you're already at like three or four steps ahead where it's just like, man, there's a whole lot of webs going on in which I could have chosen. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the whole premise of uh, Loki on uh, Disney Plus was like, look at all these multiple timelines of things that could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, multiverse theory is something that that's always fun. We always play with chaos theory in, uh, in in our episodes. So, you know, the concept of destiny, I mean, in the, you know, if we're talking about in one reality, this is it for me, but the possibilities could have been this, 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 and yeah. that. And, but we'll never know, you know? And that, that that's the beauty of life. Beauty of life is choices. Um, I believe that we are in control of our destiny to an extent. You know, you have to one believe that. Whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. Type of type of attitude, like whether you believe you're wrong or right, that uh, whether you believe that you are in control of your destiny or destiny doesn't exist, you're absolutely right. Like there's there's no wrong answer here because essentially it's based on that perception because things are going to happen regardless whether you believe it or not. You know, you know, just because you cease to believe it doesn't mean that it will not exist. It will, life will continue to exist, and you will continue to, to act within. The world within. still rotates. <laughs> yes, exactly. The world still rotates. Um, I, but I do believe that I am in control of my destiny or in control of my fate in terms of 
uh, the or not necessarily control my destiny, but I'm in control of the steps that it takes to get to that 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 that, that goal. Um, I control my attitude, my choices, my moods. Um, you know, there are certain things that pull that that pull the strings, but at the end of the day, you know, I do believe that. And for me, you know, I, I think part of part of that process was being aware of my own mortality, right? I've you know, you've already known this about me, Rody. I know I've, I've been in several situations that were life threatening. So I understand that, um, you know, that not, not every moment is promised. And if I do have another breath, it is an opportunity to do something positive for, for someone else. And, you know, I've had to learn to do that for myself as well. So, you know, it's, that's, you know, when I look at destiny, I, I don't think about it as as a ma- as a macro thing anymore. I think about it in in, in moments, and I think about um, no matter where I end up, you know, I have to be I have to be okay with it because I have to be I have to have the solace of knowing that I can handle the situation no matter what it is, no matter what comes my way. Because the minute I stop believing that I could handle the situation, that's the moment where I begin to stop handling the situation. It's like the uh, the old Latin quote, "Memento mori." Remember that you must die. Remember that you die. Like it used mm. to be whispered amongst the uh, the slaves as they accompanied their victorious generals in the parades, letting them know to like not let hubris get the best of them. That you know you might have won today, but tomorrow's not guaranteed. So to keep like a sound mind and a level head instead of getting inflated and get too big for their britches. So I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah absolutely uh Rody, I, had a, I, I don't know about you man but i had a wonderful conversation today i thought uh, you definitely you definitely peaked my brain i was like a lot of a, a lot of a lot of thought-provoking thank you for the thought-provoking question because it was destined I, 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 to go well <laughs> uh, absolutely. You, you beat me to it man you beat me to it and i love that thank you uh so I'll ask you, you ready to close the box on this one, Rody? I'm ready to close it. All right, man. I'm not good at saying goodbye, so I won't. I'll just say till next time. I'm Jay Rando. I'm Rody. Till next time. And of course, if there's anything that we missed, any questions you may want to bring up, any follow-up questions, any any thoughts, comments, feel free to let us know. We definitely want to hear it. And, you know, we'll get a response on it. We'll address it. So I'm looking forward to opening, you know, how, if I have to reopen the box on this, I, I don't mind, you know, going back and, and hearing some of, you know, some other perspectives on it. So looking forward to that. Take care, everyone.